Hello and welcome to another episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast by Hawaii Magazine. Uh, we have a special guest today. I'm here with uh, Grace Maeda, associate editor. I'm Catherine Toth Fox. Sorry, Grace, I just sort of introduced <laughs> yourself. I don't know oh, why. Good. Sorry. <laughs> I was on a roll. It's because I don't want to introduce our new digital <laughs> specialist because I'm going to totally destroy her name. I'm going to call her like Sophia. Velasquez. <laughs> I'm going to say something totally wrong. Anyway, uh, we're here to introduce our new digital media specialist and you can do it yourself. <laughs> so you did perfectly, actually. But yes, I'm Sophie Velasquez. Um, my name is actually Sophia, but I go by Sophie. Oh, is your name um, really Sophia? Yeah. No yeah. Way. So it was funny when you said it like that. Cause I'm like, yep, that's my full name. <laughs> oh, I did say it properly. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I love um, the name Sophia. Thank you. Did you like so that? My parents. Up? Um, I it's kind of struggled with the name, you know? Yeah. 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 Like I preferred Sophie because that felt most of my family and friends call me Sophie anyway. So Sophia always felt like I was in trouble. <laughs> um, so it just felt a little too formal. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I, I mean, I'm a Catherine, so I get it. You know, yeah, that's, thing. that's, it's a very harsh name to yell. I mean, I, <laughs> I hear it very loud and clear. And then there's Grace. There's no other, is, are you like Grace Ann or Grace Lynn or? No, I'm just Grace, but um, people call me Gracie. Oh, like, that's I like that. Cute. Yeah. So moving back to Maui, like normally in college, no one ever called me Gracie because I just introduced myself as Grace. So people just call me Grace. But um, back on Maui, people who've known me since I was really, really little call me Gracie and they still do. So like I will run into my, it's mostly like my teammates or my old coaches or my friend's parents. Like everyone just calls me Gracie here. So now I'm used to it again. That is so cute. I love I'm that. Like, Gracie. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change everyone's names today. Anyway, we are here to talk to you. We, we just wanted to introduce everyone to Sophie because, you know, as our digital media specialist, um, you know, you are going to be sort of all over the place in terms of our mm -hmm. social media channels. You're managing mm -hmm. all of that. But, you know, Sophie may make appearances and videos mm -hmm. and ask Kauai's and podcasts yeah. and other cool things that we're doing. So tell us, a, well, not us, I already know who you are, but <laughs> tell our <laughs> listeners about like, where are you from and when did you move here and all that good stuff? Yeah, for sure. Um, so like you said, I'm the new digital media specialist. Um, where to start? Um, I have lived in Hawaii for about two and a half years now. Um, I am from Texas originally, I'm born and raised in Texas. Um, I am from a small town. I went to school in Austin. I studied creative writing and communication. Um, and I kind of swiftly after graduation transitioned over to the digital marketing space and found that there was a good crossover for me where I could still be creative and be a writer and have my kind of projects on the side, but also have this new creative space that um, is a lot different in a lot of ways and just allows for this kind of different angle of creativity. And I enjoy that crossover. Um, so very excited to be working for Hawaii Magazine. And yeah, like you said, I, I'll be doing social and all kinds of things. Um, what else am I talking about? Where am I from? <laughs> How long have I lived here? Um, I, I actually moved, when I first moved here, I lived in IAEA. Um, and I don't know if you knew that, but 
Um, I lived there for like a year. It was right when COVID hit. So that was unfortunate. I feel like I didn't really get to experience life here in any capacity for a while (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it was just shut down. Um, but yeah, then moved to the North shore. That's been another interesting experience. Um, I don't know what else. Um, Oh, I moved here. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I mean, I was just going to ask, what are your favorite things to do on a wall? Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, go to the beach. That's a huge one. I, um, I feel like just because of, it's been raining a lot. So I feel like I haven't been to the beach in forever, but, um, love a beach day, love just kind of taking it easy. I'm not like, and maybe this is like not a good thing, but I'm not the biggest fan of, I love swimming, but I'm not great at like snorkeling, scuba diving, like Alex, my fiance is super into all of that. Mm -hmm. I get very freaked out very easily. So I'm kind of like on the shore hanging out. Uh Um, but we shouldn't send you on like a cage dive. (laughs) Please don't. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I, we went on kind of like a shark excursion last year. We didn't even get in the water with, with the sharks. We were just like watching them from a boat. And I was so freaked out. I was just like, my skin was crawling. And I, I don't know, like if that's a normal thing or what, I don't know if it's because I grew up not near water, you know, but sharks, that's especially. True. You grew up in like a very, I mean, Texas isn't completely landlocked, but you know, mm-hmm. you see land for miles. So here you look out and you see the ocean everywhere. Was that yes. a weird adjustment? Definitely. It was weird. It was like, I had those days and I think a lot of people who have moved here have said that of this feeling of like, oh my gosh, I'm surrounded by water and I'm really far away from any other. Oh yeah. Like rock fever. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I like, I feel like I almost at first felt, I don't know if it would be considered the opposite. Like I kind of liked that we were so isolated and I liked the feeling of like, there is nothing for miles. Um, So I don't know if I've felt like a negative connotation with that, but it's more just kind of like, I get more freaked out about what's in the ocean itself. (laughs) So basically you're surrounded by a moat of like dangerous marine creatures. So you're kind of that. Wow. That would really, I mean, not that they're going to like get me, but like, no, I just don't. I just don't feel the desire to like go hang out with them. You know? I think that has nothing to do with you living in Texas and has everything to do with you being a realist. I mean, there's a lot of people who <laughs> yeah. that don't get in the water because they're afraid of things. Like my mom grew yeah. up here and she, she, she always tells me this story about like body surfing at um, Kalama beach in Kailua and never when she was really young or like in high school and never thought about what was in the water. And then I guess there were like fish in the water with her or something and she freaked out and she never went in the water again after that. That, yeah, I totally get it. Like, I totally understand that. It's just, I feel like some people just don't enjoy that feeling it's okay. at all. Yeah. I don't no like matter where coasters. you're from. Yeah. It's all good. You don't like roller coasters? Well, I, I don't coasters. mind roller coasters. I don't like the, I don't like when roller coasters drop you. I like when they go in circles and do other things. I'm the complete opposite. I hate being upside down, but I don't mind the dropping feeling. Oh, so strange. Interesting. But I mean, I would like rather spend the day doing something else. Like <laughs> going to an amusement park is not on my like to-do list of things like how I yeah. would like to 
my time. No, it's true. Uh, if you have kids, then you can't, that's, you have no choice, but I will say, I mean, Grace swims all the time too mm-hmm. in the ocean. No, do you swim in the ocean, the pool? Yeah. Both. Both. Ocean. Yeah. So there are times when I was swimming in open, I mean, I was swimming in the open ocean a lot, like off of Waikiki where normally you don't really see that much of anything, depending on how far out you're swimming. Right. You see nothing, mm-hmm. but like nothing. And, but you start thinking about it. Like you think about the shark or you think about like, I don't even want to see a manta ray. Like I don't want to see anything when I'm swimming Cause it, you know what I mean? Or a bear. Yeah. yeah. I like when Definitely. other, it doesn't freak me out when other people are in the water with me. Oh like, yeah. I go far, far out. I like to know, even if it's just like a complete stranger that they're like, you know, 30 yards down from me, that makes it feel a lot more reassuring for some reason to me. I mean, I think that might be kind of irrational, but <laughs> just the thought, like, I think personally, I'm always like, oh, if there's a shark, they're going to go after the other person. Or if there's some weird critters, there's another person. Good to know, Grace, when I go swimming with you next, I'll remember that. (laughs) Yeah, she's focused on surviving. Yeah, you're not going (laughs) to say So, you know, you've been living, I mean, from Aiea to the North Shore is, (laughs) yeah, that's a big difference. But what do you like about the North Shore? I mean, um, so it's been kind of an interesting experience moving up here. We moved up here because of my fiance's work. And I, I honestly am sometimes like, what was I thinking? Not because I don't like, there's so many good things about the North shore, but I am definitely more of a city person and I I'm from a small town originally. So my kind of thought process moving up here was like, I've lived in a small town before. Like I can do it. It's, you know, we had kind of only planned to be up here for a year ish. And it's so beautiful. So of course that was kind of the determining factor. It was like, let's just do it. We'll be at the beach all the time. Um, But the thing about it for me personally is I work from home. I am a little bit isolated up here. Um, I just prefer to be in more of a city environment where there are things to do, where I can like go to different restaurants and be around people, even if it's just like you know, if I go for a walk here, like I won't run into anyone. I will be by myself on a very secluded path, which is totally fine. And I think in a lot of regards, I kind of needed that like force to slow down a little bit just in my life. (laughs) Um, and it's great for like, I'm getting married up here. It's beautiful. It's, it's awesome. However, I'm just not a country girl. (laughs) I've just learned that about myself. (laughs) And it's really been like, you know, reinstalled in me as I've been up here that I'm just not, not the life for me. (laughs) I think it's interesting. A lot of people who move here sometimes have that romantic idea of like living in Hawaii and I'm going to go to the beach all the time. And the Mm -hmm. weather is always beautiful. And I'm going to eat a freaking pineapple every day or whatever. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if I thought about living in Texas, I might be like, yeah, I'm going to eat barbecue every day or ride a horse. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, what I'm saying is I think there is that romantic notion of it, but in reality, like we all have to work. I mean, no matter where we are, we have to work. We're sitting in front of a desk and maybe I'm looking out the window and I see an avocado tree. That's nice. But I mean, generally speaking, it's not like we're all at the beach every single day and we're eating a coconut every day. Right. Right. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I think like the longer that like this has become my home and in the beginning it was like, I almost felt this need to like shift my entire lifestyle to work for my new environment. And I was like, I'm going to be this, you know, what you imagine of the beach girl to be, because that was kind of what everyone 
back home was expecting of me like Mm -hmm. like that that idyllic thing of like oh you're just hanging out eating pineapples all day you're gonna wear a bikini every single day even to work (laughs) exactly exactly and it's like wait no I have to still live my life I have to like function like a normal human being so yeah kind of a reality versus um interesting dream yeah yeah well we're glad you're here we, mm-hmm. We're glad you moved. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's been like the most surprising thing about moving back or moving to Hawaii and Oahu. The most surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because, and just to give you kind of a, a background of, I, I really had no knowledge, honestly, which is my bad, but also we didn't know we were moving here until kind of, we didn't have that long to transition over. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, we're moving to Hawaii. I know nothing about this place. And so I think the biggest surprise to me was exploring how diverse all of the like food and just different cultures here are, because I had no, I just had no baseline knowledge, any kind of local food. I had no clue. I didn't know anything about like zippies <laughs> that was a shock I was like what is zippies um like I had no idea what a locomoco was I didn't know I didn't have any baseline knowledge for like any kind of local style anything it was for me it was like sunshine and pineapples that was all I knew and I know that's very ignorant and you know I'm I'm very fortunate that I've been able to like learn as I go um but yeah that was definitely the most um surprising thing to me was just learning that there was this whole culture that I had no idea about at all. (laughs) This is a perfect segue to the next part of this podcast. (laughs) So in honor honor of Sophie and this being, you know, her first podcast with us and I just, and you want to learn more about Hawaii, you know, yes. Well, I don't know. I just thought this would be fun. And you can all play along, listeners and viewers. I am going to do trivia, Hawaii trivia, that uh, between the both of you, by the way, because maybe Grace has forgotten a lot of things because she lived on the mainland too long. So <laughs> I'm going to ask you 10 questions. We're going to go through this list. And it's fun. I think you guys will, if you don't know, you'll learn. So I feel like that's really useful. But you might surprise. I mean, I, I'm, they're not, some of them are kind of tricky, but I think, um, I think you might get some of them. Are we okay. supposed to shout them out or basically? No, just shout them out. I mean, I don't think you guys would be sh- battling to give <laughs> answers. But anyway, so anybody who's listening uh, or watching us on, on Facebook, you guys, please play along. It'll be super fun. Um, let's test your Hawaii knowledge. Okay, you guys ready? Number yes. one. Oh, look, my mailman just showed up. I hope he doesn't come up to my door and like interrupt our trivia day. <laughs> Oh, he might. Okay. Anyway, I'll ask him to play along. Okay. Yeah. Of the eight Hawaiian islands. Okay. The main Hawaiian islands, which one is the smallest? Oh, is it? Uh, yes, it is. Ko'olave, oh. 45 square miles. Yeah. It's the smallest island. It's uninhibited, un, uninhabited, but it is the considered the smallest. island. Do you know what we call the ninth island, Sophie? Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> very good. That's a very local thing. Anyway, it's also strange. Okay. 
And you know, there's a lot of people from Hawaii that live in Texas or that have moved to Texas, but that's a whole different really? story. There's a connection between like country, like our Paniolo lifestyle. And mm. Country music is big in Hawaii. You'll be surprised. It's just, it's a thing. Okay, here we go. Number two, what is, or what do, what do you guess? What is the total population of Lanai? Oh, I know this because I actually just want a boat there. It's 3,300. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't compete. <laughs> also too, there isn't any stoplights on Lanai. Oh. Okay. <laughs> There's nobody on Lanai. That's why I mean, who's going to be, there's probably like 12 cars. Oh, yeah. also there is an Uber driver on, on Lanai. There's one, he's Uber one. and Lyft and it's hard to find him. <laughs> not very reliable. If you're listening, you're not reliable. He's not listening. Anyway. <laughs> Do you know, okay. Maybe Sophie knows this. Who owns 98% of Lanai? Oh, gosh. I know it because I want what, what is his name? Oracle, billionaire. Yeah, I was going to say Oracle, but I don't know his name. What's his name? Grace. Isn't it Larry Ellison? Yeah. Yes. Larry Ellison. Bought, Larry isn't Ellison. that crazy to buy an island? I mean, buy an I'm island in the state. <laughs> yeah. Right. How was that, that for sale? Anyway. Um, okay, this probably be a guess for you guys, but what is the oldest hotel in Hawaii? Is it the Moana Surfrider? Yes, it is. Wow. Because I read our articles. There's an article about it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you read. Make sure you link these articles in the show notes. Okay. Uh, yes, the Moana Surfrider opened in 1901. Do you have a guess of what it was built for? Like how many, uh, like um, the cost of building the Moana oh. Surfrider? Discount. No, idea. what do you think? Yeah, no clue. $10,000. Um, $10,000. Who are you? <laughs> In 1901, like, no idea. Sophie? Um, now I'm like, what is money? And I don't know how much money, I don't know what the rate would be in 1901. Was, was Grace's guess low? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, it was ridiculously low. <laughs> uh, like, a hundred thousand close a hundred fifty thousand really? to build oh. it. yeah isn't that okay. crazy considering the that median volume of a median value of a home or price of a home is uh like over a million dollars now yeah, uh, when it was it's crazy when it was built in 1901 it had its own ice plant uh, electric generators and a rooftop observatory it was kind of the thing and actually wow. Total side note, but if you've been to um, the Moana was like this and also the Royal Hawaiian, which is that pink hotel. So if you look mm -hmm. at the main buildings, all their windows face inward toward the courtyard. There are no like ocean facing <laughs> windows. So when, uh, and that's because people came here aboard ocean liners. So they were sick of seeing the ocean. So they wanted oh. to in the garden. Well, trends have changed. People came on airplanes and then everybody wants the ocean. So both those hotels, have had to build um, subsequent towers that face the ocean for visitors because the trend had changed. Anyway, that is so interesting. It's very, I don't know why I know these things. Okay, highest <laughs> point in Hawaii. What do you think is the highest point in Hawaii? Oh, are we supposed to give like an elevation, like what the no. V is or where it is? I'll tell you what Grace is ready to do extra. I know, credit. it's like, geez, Grace. <laughs> Man. I have no idea. I know how tall Haleakala is, but is it? Mauna Kea is the highest point. I don't know. What do you That's think? That's what I would guess. Mauna Kea? I would guess yes. Mauna Kea. Mauna Kea is 13,803 feet above sea level. Because isn't Haleakala a lot even, is about 10? 
It's ten thousand like five hundred. Yeah, it's about ten. Okay. Yeah, my husband got like, oh, see, did you see my delivery? No. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. You too. I told you. Anyway, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, my husband got uh elevation. sick. What is it called? Mm. Elevation. Elevation at Haleakala. Anyway. Not not interesting. Yeah. Okay. I definitely got breathless up there the one time I went. I, I was love. like, yeah. It was I, I think just because like there aren't any other opportunities. Well, I hadn't been up a, anything high in elevation recently. So it was like <gasps> shocking when I went up there and it was cold. True. And it's cold. But, yeah. What's the difference though when you're like flying? You're in a pressurized cabin. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> number six 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 b what is the flower of hawaii what is the hawaii state flower do you know do you know i, I know do you know sophie i don't think i do know i oh i feel horrible that's something i should it's know okay. i don't know what I the mean, state flower is of texas do you know what the state flower is of texas i think it's a blue bonnet I don't oh, really know. No. That's horrible. You don't even know your own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, at least I'm clueless across the board. Not just okay. You want, you have a guess, a guess a flower, guess a, like an iconic Hawaii flower. Well, I was going to guess Plumeria, but then like I read an article of ours. <laughs> that they're not actually from here. So no, they're not, not native. <sighs> but it's also too, this is a hint. Like it's very specific. Like it, the color of this color as well yes it's it's not just the oh my god there's multiple that you'll see here but there's Uh one specific yes oh oh, i'm oh i don't know i'm scared to guess is it the the like hibiscus those big hibiscus yes but it's a certain color yes oh gosh i don't know the pink ones yeah no (laughs) it's the yellow (laughs) oh the yellow okay by the way the blue bonnet blue bonnet is the state flower of texas okay good good i i got something right (laughs) you know what the state bird is of hawaii uh yes because i just read about it we're just putting her on the side i know y'all are no but it's so good like no it is this you will know yeah you could probably Um, guess it mm -hmm. can you give me a letter I can see it. Isn't it white? Uh, it has wings. <laughs> it's a four-letter word. Not that four-letter word. Yes, it's a four-letter word. In Hawaiian, it's a four-letter word. Yeah. I can, like, see the word, but I can't spell it. <laughs> I don't know if no that makes sense. sense. <laughs> Especially if it's only four um, letters. <laughs> Okay, just, and they're well because I just read about it in an article, and now yes, I guess they're in danger. Totally all these actually will do the um, we'll totally have the seven things that aren't from here. We'll have the fun facts about this bird. Yeah, oh gosh, I don't know. Somebody tell me, go Grace. The nene, it's the Hawaiian yeah, oh my nene. god, yeah, the Hawaiian goose evolved from the Canada goose and arrived in the islands half a million years ago. It's found oh, only in Hawaii with the exception of one other place. And I only know this because I actually went there. Slimbridge Wetland Reserved in England. 
in Gloucester, England. Oh. So when the, there was, you know, when the Nene was like really critically like going to become extinct or whatever, they had sent um, some of the geese up there uh, to save their species, essentially. So when my husband and I went on our honeymoon to the UK, that whole area, um, one of the things you wanted to do is go to Sunbridge because they wanted to see the Nene goose. And it's so crazy because here you can't touch them or go near them, but there it's, they're everywhere and they come up to you. This is giving grace. Uh, it really so, is. He really hates birds. Anyway, they come oh, up really? to you and they like peck at you and they eat out of your hands. And we took pictures with them and there were so many of them and it was amazing. It's grace. Oh, it's wow. It is actually. <laughs> Don't you love birds, Kat? I do, but she, she's like terrified. They so are opposite yeah. on birds. They just That's gross so me out. Yeah. Oh, same with yeah. you, Sophie? Really? Well, no, I'm not like super anti-bird. <laughs> I'm just like, I keep a keep a normal distance, I guess. I'm not like, I don't want to pet a bird, really. But oh, hey. oh well. I, I don't mind if they're around me. <laughs> I'm in the middle, I guess. Grace has strong opinions about birds. Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> oldest restaurant in Hawaii. This is kind of arguable because, I mean, oldest restaurant in Hawaii that still operates, I guess I should say, mm. um, because we we think this is the oldest restaurant. You, we can never okay. be for sure, but I, no one's going to guess this. I didn't even know. Is it on Oahu? No. Or no? No, which is surprising. You would think it'd be on yeah. Oahu. Yeah. Is it on the island? No. You guys are all wrong. Oh, gosh. It's not on Maui. Um, no, it's not on Maui. So is it on Kauai or well, Molokai? On Kauai. <laughs> oh. um, not on Kaho'olave, that's for sure. <laughs> I feel like I've been somewhere where there was a sign that was like, oldest restaurant in Hawaii. And I was like, oh, really? you guys are lying. <laughs> but I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the oldest restaurant still in operation, I guess. I mean, I think that's the caveat, right? right. It can't be. It's not the first like restaurant. Is it like a diner? It ha- yeah. School diner. Not going to be a f- fine dining establishment. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, to just tell you. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Tip top hotel, cafe, and bakery in Lehue. Remember, we were almost going to go there. That that driver was like, hey, you should go to Tip Top for breakfast. And we're really? like, yeah, no. you don't remember? No, I, do. I do remember that, but I did not. I can't believe that's the oldest one. 1916 and opened. Whoa. Yeah. That's a long time ago. That's a very long time ago. <laughs> the Hasegawa yeah. store um, out in Hana has been in operation, I think, since 1911. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. They're one of the uh, family-run businesses. Wow. Well, apparently, cool. next time we're in Kauai, we should go, Kauai, I'm sorry, we should go to Tip Top, only because I didn't know this, but their pancake supposedly is still made using the original recipe. Wow. I know. Okay, Ready? largest beach in Hawaii. And when I say that, I mostly mean like an uninterrupted beach, you know, like there's no, it's just a long, like the longest stretch of sandy beach. No clue. No clue. No idea. Anything, Grace? Anything? No, no, I'm going to guess. Is it somewhere on a wall? No, no. Somewhere. I feel like it's on Maui. Or Lanai. Is it on Molokai because there's nothing on Molokai? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is oh. on Molokai? Yes. Okay. That's my guess. It's just somewhere on Molokai. I don't know the beaches oh, there. Um, Papahaku Beach. So it, actually, if you are at the Makapu Lighthouse, 
trail and you're looking across a Ka'iwi channel toward Molokai, Mm-hmm. You can see the beach. It's three miles long. It's like this, uh-huh. you see this total, like this long stretch of um, sandy beach. And it's three miles long. And in some places, it's about 100 yards wide, which you think about, that's big. That's a football field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge beach. And it's, I mean, there's not that many people on Molokai to begin with. And there's not that many visitors to Molokai. So every time I've been to that beach, you, you're like, there's nobody there. It's, wow. Well, and you know, you can find places where there's no one around. Right. You, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Abuhaku Beach. Okay. The last one. And this, okay. You answer for Maui, Grace. Okay. Okay. What is, or maybe we should have Sophie just guess. Oh, okay. gosh. So every island has a color and oh, okay. a nickname. So mm-hmm. Maui, what do you think Maui's color is and what is its nickname? Do you know? <laughs> The nickname is the Valley Isle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, color, gosh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I wearing it, sort of. <laughs> oh, um, I guess so. I don't know. Are you wearing, is that like a red? <laughs> I don't pink, know. Right? Yeah. Pink. Okay. Oh, right. It's pink. Yes. Okay, so now what is Oahu's color and nickname? I think people don't know. I think a lot of people forget the nickname, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the gathering place. Yes. Right? Very good. Look at me go. Look at me go. That's uh, great. Color, I have no clue. Color. Yellow. Um, yellow. Yellow. But the gathering, I think because people don't, like you would think it's an island, right? It's a valley aisle, the garden aisle, the uh-huh. aisle, right? The pine yeah. aisle. And then it's like the gathering place. It just seems odd. Yeah. That is it. Grace. What are the colors? Like, what do those correlate to? The colors for each island. Like, why is Maui pink? It's a flower, right? That's what I thought. Is Ni'ihau? Well, Ni'ihau is white. Yeah. Right? And Kaho'olave is gray. But, oh, it has to do with the flower. So yellow would be... I don't know. I guess the Ilima, right? I think it's the Ilima is a flower for Oahu. Mm-hmm. And I believe Maui is supposed to be for the, some kind of rose, I think. Purple is the Mokihana tree for Kauai. Red is um, Ohia flowers on the big island. Molokai is green. And I think it's because of Kukui nut, but I'm not sure. Mm. Actually, I don't know. Kukui was a state tree. It was named the state tree, but it's actually an invasive, believe it or not. Oh, um, is orange. Uh, you would think it was for pineapples, but not. It's for a different, it's for, oh, Kauna. Oh, I, I forget. It's a different, we should, we should write a story about this. I don't remember what their flower is, but it's an orange flower or like a, yeah. Kaho'olave is gray and that's for Hinahina. And then Ni'ihau is white. And I don't know why it's white. I don't mm. know why it's white. Maybe the shells? Yeah. I don't know. We'll find Sounds out. Cool. Grace will do research. <laughs> I want to just write about it. And find Get out. Get back to us. All the flowers. <laughs> I know. The only reason I know a lot of these is because in Hawaii, we celebrate May Day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. every, right? Every school, you have a May Day program, you have a May Day mm-hmm. king and queen, and then every island has like an attendant or something. Yeah. And they have to wear the color 
Um, That's so fun. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're not like on court and then you suck every year. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's kind of like also when you're not on court, then you can like fool around and like (laughs) no, hundred percent. Like yeah, hundred (laughs) percent. I did not. Well, I've been on the court before. It's not fun, especially after like it's like everybody looks at you and there people watch you the entire dance. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Forget it. That sounds intense. It was. It was a little intense. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Very good. Grace, you're an all-star on our trivia. We should probably do trivia yes. more often. We used to do a tri- trivia during COVID um, on Facebook Live and people would send answers in the comments and then we would oh, like, send out prizes or whatever. Yeah, it was super fun. We should think about doing that again. Um, yeah, I wonder how everyone else did. Let us know. Subscribe, <laughs> rate, and comment, please. Um, and let us know how you did in our trivia game. I'm curious. Yes. Yeah. Let us know, like, if you got like five out of ten, or six out of ten, or only two out of wrong. What if we were wrong? Or if you were wrong? Oh, or if we were wrong? Yeah. Yeah. What really is the oldest restaurant? Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. Like, somebody's gonna call us up and be like, "I don't think so." Yeah. I'm. I'm down. (laughs) Please let us know. You can email us at media at hawaiimagazine.com. Also, anyway, thanks, Sophie, for being here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Sorry, we kind of put you on the spot there with trivia day, but (laughs) no, that's okay. Sorry, I disappointed with my answers. I learned a lot though, so that's what. Well, you know what? Next time we'll do Texas trivia, and you can (laughs) know the questions, and we will answer them. (laughs) I'll just grill you with a bunch of Texas questions fail gloriously to be honest anyway (laughs) thanks for listening everyone um again please subscribe and comment and rate us and then check us out on all of our social media platforms at hawaiimagazine.com and we are in the midst of our summer issue coming out in july so subscribe hawaiimagazine.com and uh yeah i think that's it we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks